Oh man, I just finished recording this amazing interview for you guys where you are going to learn five tips and they're really quick and easy things that you can do on a Sunday to set you up for success. And what was great for me was two of these I do, but three of them I don't. And one I'm really going to think about, but the other two I'm actually going to start implementing into my Sunday processes as well. So I am really, really excited for you guys to hear about these and to meet the amazing Tony Ann as well. So let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to the Work Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Sumrall. I'm a former techie turned entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife. And just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. Hey everyone, welcome back to Work-Life Harmony. I have a beautiful guest here today. It is my honor to welcome Tony Ann Mayembe with me, and she is here to share some amazing tips, five things that she does every Sunday to really help her set her week up for success. You guys know I love my planning on Sunday, so I'm excited to learn here more from Tony Ann today. So Tony, welcome to the show. Why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Well, hello, and thank you, Megan, for having me on. As you said, I'm Tony Yamayembe. I am in Jacksonville, Florida. I am a full-time dentist and reservist in the Navy, as well as podcaster, just like you, Megan. And my mission is just to help moms just live a more happier, authentic, and fulfilled life because we got a lot going on and it is no instruction manuals that come with our kids. So just trying to find ways to make life easier and simple so that we can have more fun. Oh, I love that. As soon as you said no instruction manual, I'm always tickled. Like when I think about the hoops that I had to go through to get our dog, I mean, the background checks, you know, all of that yet. They just let me walk out of the hospital with a human being like, hey, good luck to you. <laughs> yes. Absolutely nothing, you know, <laughs> definitely been there. So I'm interested before we dive into your five tips. So you glossed over this so quickly, but I think it's important to reiterate. You work, you are a full-time dentist, a reservist in the U.S. Navy, and got young kids at home. How did you decide to take on podcasting along with that? Because I'm sure you have so much free time. Uh, Yes. So, you know what? I feel like as moms, a lot of times we get kind of caught up in doing what everyone else deems is fun, what Mm -hmm. the kids think is fun, what our significant other thinks is fun. And we forget to do the things that we think is fun. So definitely like to do things that involve that creative side. So yeah, I just knew I had to do something for myself, for my sanity. And this was my creative outlet. And of course, there's some other little things I dabble in here and there. But everyone knows that mommy has to do her thing in order for her to stay happy. And they are totally supportive of it. Oh, I love that. And I've shared so many times my, you know, one of the things that started me on my path here was having that day a woman asked me, what do you do for fun? And I realized I was at a stage of life I didn't have an answer and how important it is that we always 
make sure that we have that in whatever yes. way that looks like for us. So I love that that podcasting does that for you. Yes. And Megan, I was there too. I had that moment when I didn't even know what I like to do for fun too. It was after having my first son because, mm-hmm. you know, we're so in the trenches of being a mom and trying to be, you know, amazing and perfect and all those great things, which doesn't really happen very well. No, <laughs> we try, <laughs> we try. And then in the process, we lose ourselves. So I was totally with you when someone asked me, what do you like to do for fun? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah. All right. So let's dive into your Sundays and share with us some of your tips on what you like to do on Sundays to set yourself up for success. Yeah. So Megan, it's five things that I really found that have been really helpful in making sure that the week goes by smoothly. And I'm going to run through them really quick and then we can kind of deep dive into any one of them just so I can give you a little bit more on them. But it's really simple. It's getting your clothes ready for the week, planning your week, planning out what you're going to eat for the week getting your purse or bag, whatever you use on a regular basis, getting that cleaned out. And then lastly is restarting your devices. I find when I do all five of these things, my life is so much easier. I definitely, of course, you know, life will happen, but there's not a lot of things that will throw me off because I've already gotten things planned and prepared. So Monday, honestly, is my favorite day of the week because I am already ready to go after doing my routine. So those are my five things. Oh, okay. And full disclosure, everyone, I did not know what all five of the things were going to be ahead of time before of what you just shared. And two really caught me by surprise, but made me realize, Ooh, these are awesome. So let's touch on each one of these kind of individually. So first you talked about getting your clothes ready for the week. And I know a question, you know, one of the things I do on the weekend always is try and start every Monday with, you know, the hampers being empty, except for, you know, maybe a sock or something like that, just so that I'm not stressed early in the week with needing to do copious amounts of laundry. But how do you, when you talk about getting your clothes ready, are you actually like laying out what you're going to be wearing every day for the whole week ahead of time? Yes. Yes. So I like to have everything out and ready to go. So I know exactly what's going on for the week, whether it's an, you know, a uniform inspection with the Navy, or I have a date night with my husband or a special meeting, having those items already ready to go in my closet so that I don't have to spend more time and energy during the week, trying to get those things together. And luckily I wear a uniform to work. So it's really easy to kind of get those things together. But really the big thing, Megan, that I'm just trying to help eliminate is decision fatigue. And that's that happens when we utilize too many decisions on things that we probably should save for later. And then we get to a point where we either don't make a decision at all or make really poor choices. So for me, I hate getting in the closet and trying to figure out what's where because I will spend at least like 50 decisions trying to figure out if I should do polka dots or the stripes. And it really doesn't matter. <laughs> I need to save that energy for, you know, making really important decisions, which is throughout the day. Now, do you do any clothes prep for your kids as well? So I used to, and I get this question a lot. I used to, and my kids are at this stage where they still, they like to feel in control and pick out their clothes. So I don't do it for them. I do it more so for me. So I don't have to think about myself. And so for the kids, they can figure themselves out. So it works out fine. That's great. And one of the things I did with my daughter was the same. She very much wanted to be in control of all of that. And we don't have to do it now, but for a while it was, she was having to pick them out the night before just because our mornings to help make our mornings run a little bit smoother. I really love when you're talking about the picking out clothes, the tying it into your weekly plan, especially for like when you brought up the date night, because, you know, for me, the day-to-day dress easy peasy, but Wouldn't it be nice to know the weekend before if you had a special thing coming, you know, that might mean I need to get the ironing board out or something like that, that I've already thought through that and done it. And it's not last minute 
So I had not thought about looking at events as well with my closet. So I'm going to take that tip. I love it. The second one that you shared is of course going to be my most favorite, which is planning for your week. So what does creating a plan for your week look like for you? Yeah. So it all starts for me with the brain dump. So because there's so many different parts going on in the world, I just kind of dump everything out on paper. What all do I need to get done? Then from there, I can look and see like what actually needs to get done. And can I, can start to kind of plug things in based on what I have planned for the week. So I always look at my week and I know like, okay, these days I'm going to work. You know, I have these meetings scheduled and then I'm able to plug in all those other things off my brain dump list into the plan for the week. And then also making sure that I'm planning out time for myself because as moms, it's easy for us to fill our schedules for everyone else. So make sure that I carve out time for myself to do something just for me, whatever it is, but really just making sure not only am I planning out, you know, the week for myself, but also looking at the kids' schedule and the significant other schedule because I have found that I have run into several scheduling conflicts with my husband because all I'm thinking about is like, oh, I know what I'm doing, but I forget to cross-reference that with him too as well. So don't forget about doing that. And then, like I said, checking the kids' schedule. I know we're in a season right now where kids may not be in school, but when they are, we don't want to forget about, you know, Wacky Wednesday or the dress-up days that they have at school. So if you put those things into the plan, (laughs) at least you will be prepared and you'll feel like super mom when you get everything done. Yeah, that's so great. And I love that you prioritize planning out time for yourself. I know a lot of the listeners have at least done what's called my five-step basic weekly planning process. And step number three in that is getting time for you on your calendar. And I think that that really ties back to what we were talking about earlier on having that time for you, things that are fun for you, right? So that we don't lose ourselves in the daily grind of work, motherhood, home life, all of that. So I love that that's part of your weekly planning. Now I do get a lot of questions from people. This is not my area of expertise by any stretch, but your third one on planning out what you're going to eat. I get a lot of questions on how I meal plan or meal prep. Cause to me, they're, they're two separate things. What does that look like for you? Yeah. So I'm not huge into meal prep. I did have one of my friends. She really did try to help me. (laughs) She gave me some good pointers. So I found just for me and my lifestyle, like meal prepping, I haven't gotten there yet, but for me, I like to at least have a menu. So I know what I can make based on what's in the refrigerator. Cause the last question I want to hear at the end of the day, after I've been with people, yes, what's for dinner? (laughs) I don't want to hear that. So the menu helps with that. And one thing with the menu that my friend, she did help me with to make it a little bit easier for myself is because I think I was trying to do too many of those Pinterest worthy meals. And so she was saying, okay, Tony, and like, you know, what are some of the things that your family eats on a regular basis? Like have a running list of like the things that, you know, they always eat and you know, they're not going to give you any pushback on and have those kind of in rotation. And then like maybe one or two days, depending on how things go, you can throw in one of those recipes that you want to try out. And then I always leave a day or two in there for me to eat out because some days are too crazy and I'm just like, I can't right now, but just really having a list. So I know what we can create for dinner. Yeah. And I think like back to your thing on decision fatigue, you and I tackle it very similarly. I don't do meal prep on a Sunday. Cause to me, that is not my definition of fun is standing in my kitchen, chopping things up on a yes. Sunday <laughs> or any day, quite frankly, but my husband and I do sit down and we bring our daughter in as well. And we menu plan for dinners in particular what are the dinners that we're having this week? So then we can also be thinking about, Hey, well, if we roast the, you know, if we roast a whole chicken on Monday night, 
then we know we'd have leftovers. So then we can plan a meal around the leftovers Mm -hmm. for the chicken another night. And then we give ourselves flexibility of maybe Tuesday, we were going to have taco Tuesday, but all of us, now this is a bad example because I'm always down for a taco, but maybe on Tuesday, we're all like, I'm not feeling it. Well, because we've done our menu prep, we can be like, okay, we'll do this instead that we don't force ourselves into the night we said we were going to have it. We have to have it, but we've done the grocery shopping to have all those meals ready to go for the week, which is nice. Yes, definitely. Okay. I am obsessed with your last two. So the fourth (laughs) one you mentioned is the bag clean out and where I'm seeing, I need to do this in my life because I am not out and about, I'm usually working from home, but I want to bring this in. So I'm curious to know if you do this with your kids as well, because I am realizing that with my daughter's backpack would be a amazing thing for us to bring in every weekend to help get it under control. So curious to know what your bag clean out and prep for the week looks like. Yeah. So I literally just did this before we got on the call. Cause I told you, I just got back from a trip for work. So I literally just dump everything out because we accumulate so many things throughout yeah. the week. And especially if you got little ones, you definitely got a bunch of stuff that's in there that shouldn't be in there. So we're just dumping things out, taking what needs to be in there and putting it back in and what needs to be out and putting it in the trash or wherever it's supposed to be. And then for the kids, yes, I do do it too for the kids because I have found some very interesting things inside of my kids' <laughs> yeah. back packs. And <laughs> it has saved me so many times when I have gone through and like dumped out their backpack because I'll find papers in there that they were supposed to give me or, you know, reminders that we're supposed to be doing X, Y, Z during the week. So yeah, I do it for myself and for the kids. That's super smart. We wrapped up the school year just a couple of weeks ago and I sat down with my daughter. I'm like, okay, we're emptying out the backpack. And as we're going through this, I even looked at her. I'm like, we need to do this more regularly. <laughs> the school year, but I love this idea of making it a weekly thing as well, that I'm definitely going to be adding that to my school year. So I love that. And then your last one, I think is genius as well. When you said restarting your devices instantly, I'm like, oh, I need to get this systemized as well. So what does that look like for you? Yeah. So really quick, just to kind of give you some background. A lot of times we have many apps running and me, I'm obsessed with apps. If you check my phone, I have at least a hundred apps on there. Do not ask me what they are for. I don't know. I just like playing with them. (laughs) So what happens is you have all these apps and even though you close them out, they're still running in the background. And so what happens is a lot of times your phone will start running slow. Even your computer starts running slow, starts crashing, doing all these things. And you and I were just talking before we hit record about technology being awesome and not wanting to cooperate. And And that can like really frustrate us. So restarting our devices helps to close out those apps so that that not dragging your devices down, making them slow, making them reboot, doing an update in the middle of a Zoom call, all those things that can really disrupt your week and make things really not fun for you. So it's simple. Just literally like that's the way I like to close out the routine is by restarting all the devices and literally everything, the phone, the tablet, the laptop, all of those things, just simply just restart all of them. That is so smart because I know you know, when I wake up in the morning and sit down at my desk, I'm ready to go. That's not what I want to take the time to shut everything down and reboot it all. Right. Mm -hmm. But then, then what happens? It's Wednesday, you're about to hop on a call and then your computer's like, Hey, we need 45 minutes to do an update. You're like, no. (laughs) (laughs) So I am going to add that. Now, for those of you listening that, you know, have been through the top program or even through my bootcamp, you know, one of the planning resources that I encourage everyone to create is your weekly checklist. Those list of recurring tasks 
that we want to make sure we get into our plan for the week. Well, as soon as I hang up from this awesome conversation, I'm going to be adding the bag clean out and restarting devices onto my weekly checklist so that I can start getting into that muscle memory habit. So for any of you that have the weekly checklist, think through the five things we've just talked about here with the clothes that we're already doing your weekly planning, meal planning, bag clean out, restarting devices. And I challenge you to say, which ones do you want to bring in to kind of that recurring planning process as well? This has been so incredibly helpful, Tony. Ann. you've definitely given me some things to think about. Where is the best place for everybody to be able to kind of connect with you, learn more about your podcast and all of that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So wherever you listen to this podcast, you can just go up to the search bar and put in Real Happy Mom. You can find me over there talking about all the fun things that we're talking about here with Megan, as well as some other time management and productivity things that can really help you just be a lot more awesome. So Real Happy Mom is the podcast. And then at Real Happy Mom, all over social media and realhappymom.com. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure having you here today. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. This was really, really fun. Thank you so much. Getting on top of all things, time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. If you want one tap access to all of my training and current top podcasts, go to the app store or Google play and download the pink B app. It's one word, the pink B. It is jam packed with simple yet powerful tips and strategies to get you out of overwhelm and into harmony. And if you have a question you want me to cover on a future episode, go to iTunes and ask your question in the podcast review section. And while you're there, don't forget to leave a five-star review.